So, Bob, pre-internet. <laughs> yes, 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 Kevin. <laughs> pre-internet, we had these black and white things, sometimes color, printed on paper, newspaper, if you will. And back oh, I then, you were going for coloring books. Well, we had those two. But newspaper <laughs> um, is going to be the type of thing where you might say something that's not true and might be even libelous. And if you are sued by someone, what's going to happen to you, Bob? Well, I think it goes to court. And then I guess if you're found guilty, then you pay a fine. You pay damages, I guess. Right. It's a civil damage. I don't think there's a criminal you don't go to jail for libel, right? You just have to pay whoever you you harmed, right? God, is there criminal libel? Wait, more th- importantly, are there still newspapers? When's the last time you touched a newspaper? I just did. I just took it out of the mailbox as I walked up my driveway and deposited it in the recycle bin before I even hit the house. Wait, so you pay for a newspaper, yet you recycle I, it I, instantly? I do, I do not pay for it. It's a... For the love of God, we've sold ads. We need eyeballs. Please take this kind of newspaper. Is it an actual newspaper? Like, is it the it's Columbia City Gazette exact, or something? Yes, exactly. It's uh, the Post and Mail. Wait, I is that the is name? The, the Post and Mail. Oh, ew, that sounds lame. It's a small town newspaper. Anyway, Bob, so you got sued. <laughs> you said some shitty things about someone in the paper. You paid your fine or your damages to the person. Um, can you print in that newspaper probably tomorrow? You mean like a write a letter to the editor? Or, or okay, let's set it the table. I, I, I could probably definitely buy an ad. <laughs> you could definitely buy an ad. If you worked for the paper, you might get fired. If you didn't work for the paper, you could choose a different paper to write for potentially, right? And or send a oh, letter so to the Oh, so you're talking editor. about a staff writer? It could be like anything. Like a staff writer yeah. libeled somebody? Well. Yeah. Well, there's a, yeah, so there's a lot of, I guess, relationships there. But at the end of the day, if, if the local paper that you wrote for fired you, you could go write for another paper technically, right? Yeah, I wonder if if there's a collection of instance or incidences that would, you know, they'd say, mm, "You seem like a liability. We probably won't let you write for us." So back in the day anyway, with with newspaper, though, thing. it's not like the the Columbia City Post and Mail is like, you know, telling everyone, "Hey, we fired this guy because he was libelous." Because you now live in California and you applied for a job, and there's right. no connection, right? So you can be like, "Yeah, whatever. I'm just right. gonna go right over here." Um, so there's that, but fast forward to technology today. If you say something on say Twitter and it's against the rules, um, what could Twitter do to you, Bob? Well, hang on. Let's take it a giant step back. Cause I don't know if newspaper is the right comparison. What if you're just saying it out in public? Like I could totally that's, shit talk you in public, but that's not libel. That's slander. That's the difference between libel and slander. Right. But the same thing in social media. If I shit talk you or say something that's not true about you on social media, that's libel. Not really. Yeah, but it's not like a paper, though. It's a medium. So you could, whether it's magazine, it newspaper, or written down on a poster board from Walmart, it's it, right. that's irrelevant. So if, I slander, so if I slander you on Twitter, that's you, just another. But That's I'm, another day in the village. Well, <laughs> I, I guess what I'm arguing is you can't slander me on Twitter. You can only libel me on Twitter. Because the difference between slander and libel is one is just speech and the other is written speech. And, and they're both um, 
uh, derogatory and untrue. Right. Anyway, point but is, I guess that, but I guess I could shit talk you on Twitter. And nothing happens. Um, no. Uh, well, like yes, I could say yes awful no. things about you. I could yeah. say awful things about you on Twitter and it's just another day on Twitter. Yeah. There's no fact checking, but I could sue you for libel technically. And you know, can you? Yes, absolutely. I could just say Why I'm a parody I? account. Okay. Well, you'll have to just see me in court and defend that. Well, is Devin Nunez cow account or Devin's mom? Has anything happened to them? Well, no, no, no. Let's not. Conf- I think we're conflating things here. Twitter can decide it's good or bad. So we'll set that aside. But Devin Nunez can sue the person behind the account. Uh, you know, whether or not Twitter decides to do anything is what I'm saying. So. Right. Libel is n- not conjoined to a platform. It's just some medium of written form. If you feel libeled, you can sue somebody in civil court. So is it written form or printed form? Um, gosh, now you're because really... there might be ways around that rule related to online digital presence because it's not printed. It's not the printed word. If only we had the technology to search such things at the tip of our fingers, Bob. <laughs> um, so rather than me sit here and Google that, I'm going to go on a limb and just put my uh, my opinion out there and say. <laughs> The thoughts and opinions of Bob and Kevin of the Bob and Kevin show are exclusively the thoughts of Bob and Kevin and not the thoughts of their employers. Past, present, and probably not future. If I say something untrue and it harms you, you could sue me for libel. Of course, you may lose, but I might, (laughs) you might win. Anyway, point is, there's another layer to this onion. So Twitter can decide that you dead name somebody, Bob. And what is dead naming for the casual listener? Dead naming is when you refer to somebody's um, post-gender... Pre-gender. Oh, sorry. Their pre-gender identification name. Like if Bruce Jenner is a... Sorry, Caitlyn Jenner is a perfect example. Caitlyn Jenner identifies as a woman and shows by Caitlyn and... She used to be known as Bruce, but you're not supposed to use their prior names really so, in general. But Twitter's drawn a line there for some reason. So so Twitter has its rules and Twitter can decide to ban you for life. And that's I think we've talked about this at infinitum that it's a private company. They can do whatever they want. If you use the color blue and your your profile image they can ban you for life if that's what they want to do they can pick an arbitrary thing so not only are you possibly open to a libel using social media somebody could sue you for saying something um twitter could also ban you so if we take it back to the newspaper thing you've got multiple options well i can't write for the the whatever whatever but i can go right over here or i paid my fine and they'll let me keep writing here no problems um i guess it comes down what i'm trying to say is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and it falls off big time from there. Contro- oh, YouTube. Let's throw YouTube in there. They control the narrative. And if you get deplatformed, I'm looking at you, Alex Jones. You're basically, there's only four newspapers out there, is what I'm saying, in the digital world. Right. But let's be careful because Alex Jones didn't get deplatformed because he libeled or slandered anyone or whatever the one that's the printed word. Mm-hmm. He 
got deplatformed because he's a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would argue dumbass is a bit abstract and subjective. So um, he got deplatformed for spreading mis and disinformation, specifically right. related to the Sandy Hook massacre. Massacre. Right. So if if only newspaper existed, newspapers could blacklist him, shun him. Um, but I guess what I'm getting to, there's only four newspapers where back in the day there were hundreds of newspapers, if not thousands, and magazines and periodicals. The internet pretty much killed all newspapers and all magazines for all intents and purposes. Yes, there's the local post and mail that shows up in my mailbox. However, would you agree that most speech in 2019 happens in digital form and on one of those four platforms? Yes. And also cable television. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go with average Joe because cable television is a bit of an access thing. You're not just going to get on cable television. However, podcasting is something you can just do. So... Yeah, I guess digital content providing, like those four, you know, digital newspapers, you know, we're talking Twitter, right. Facebook, you know, YouTube and Instagram. Is that the four we're deciding on? Yeah. So I'm not defending Alex Jones, but what I'm, I'm just making an observation here. Everything is kind of converged to the four from, from thousands to four. And the four now hold lots and lots and lots of power, Right. A, the platform do you, B did, but C and D didn't. Okay, well, at least I'm on C and D. But um, Alex Jones, um, I think he's off everything right now. And again, I'm not defending the guy. But more and more, the narrative gets funneled through these four things. And A, we don't have fact checking. We don't have libel. Or uh, apparently, because I would agree with you. When's the last time somebody sued somebody for saying for a tweet? Because Donald J. Trump would be really busy man. That's a problem to me, man. At least his lawyers, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think they are anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Um, and then, you know, we've got YouTube. We talked last episode that YouTube can basically arbitrarily say, well, that's that's too legally risky for us, so we're going to block your video or, in the case of us, ban us and then eventually get back to us because not necessarily because they are like dicks about it, but because they have millions and millions and millions of things going on, not just the Bob and Kevin show. And by the time they got back to us, it was like, well, we finally, you know, this is this this ruined us. But well, let, let's stick a pin in YouTube for a couple minutes because I do want to come back to that one. Um, but let's talk about you know, you can get deplatformed from A, but not B, C, and D. Let's talk about like the different rules between the four platforms or the alleged, like the the apparent personalities of each platform. Ooh, I like that. So yeah. you've got you've got Facebook, which appears to be the family friendly more family-friendly platform, yet they don't have any like hard and fast rules about, let's say, like Twitter with the dead naming. This is all stuff that was talked about in a recent uh, JRE episode. I think it was, what, 1386? Yes. With Matt? Yeah, and I can't was... tell you his last name to save my life right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. But anyway, so they were talking, you know, and this is something that four different personalities because the rule sets aren't the same. Like, um, I think they were talking about how on Facebook they ha have employed 
thousands of people in the past to look for nudity in images. And they've developed algorithms that detect skin tones and things like that. And one of the famous, the iconic imageries, images from the Vietnam War era of the, the young girl running naked got ripped off of Facebook just because it's algorithm and the algorithm didn't know, you know, it's, context. it's got no context, right? Got no context uh, also from the previous episode. But then on the other hand, on Twitter, apparently Twitter is like, you know, the place where you can put your nudes and not have any consequences. Instagram doesn't have the same because Instagram is a Facebook property now. So right. they kind of follow those same standard guidelines. But then you can do all kinds of other like hateful things on Facebook that you might not necessarily be able to get away with on the other platform. And, and YouTube so is more, I think, Facebook in terms of rules, right? Um, you're not going to be able to upload porn. You can upload like naturist videos, I think, or documentaries about them or uh, like naked. There's like naked yoga like people, but the, it's like highly like suggestive and not actually like full on softcore porn. But <laughs> so I've been told. Oh, let me let me jot that down in my notes. <laughs> Naked yoga on YouTube. Interesting. And so more of the personality stuff. So Twitter is a basically everything you the meat and potatoes of what you provide content wise is public, whereas Facebook's the inverse of that. The meat and potatoes of what you provide is supposed to be private. And then the 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 sides are in Facebook's uh, case. Some things can be public, like a Facebook page, or you can opt into some things being public. Or Twitter, you can have some things private, which is a DM, right? Or you can even have a, uh, a, a locked feed, and then you have to whitelist somebody. And very much what Instagram does, which is mostly public, but you can have a private feed and uh, things like that. So yeah, personality is a really good way to describe that. However... People, including me sometimes, forget the fact that people will be banned or content will be shut down. And then what is, what is the first thing outrage people will say about shutting down? And I, I'm not I, because I don't know if you're going to say the right thing is they'll say, ah, free speech in America, First Amendment right. And but what's wrong <laughs> with that um, uh, logic, Bob? I'm not exactly sure where that logic flaw is. So you're probably going to have to help me with so that one as well. The First Amendment only protects speech against government oppression. It does not protect speech uh, from right. YouTube, Facebook, person, Twitter, right. <laughs> private industry. Or person to person for that matter. Right. So, you know, if somebody says, shut the fuck up, you can't <laughs> come back and say, it's it's a free country. Well, I guess you can say that, but it's actually an ignorant statement <laughs> because, well, I don't work for the government. I can tell you whatever the fuck I want, <laughs> you know, and or I could. Anyway, I digress. So it gets really weird because all communication has been kind of, <laughs> for lack of a better term, died off and been purchased and and now we're into the four kind of main things there's probably more people are gonna be like well what about this yeah i get it but it's pretty much four and not only do they have different personalities it's not protected speech they can tell you whatever they can ban whomever however right but people often pretend that like and like you said they stand behind this but it's first amendment i first but you can't you can't fire up a hate speech group on Facebook under the guise of free speech. You cannot. So we've talked about this before. Um, in order to participate in a modern society, you pretty much got to be on those four things. I'm definitely not on Facebook. 
I am, even though all your apps are connected to it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, don't get me started. I am on Instagram, which is a known Facebook property. Yeah, hypocrite Kevin. Got do it. Do you use do you use what at WhatsApp? I do not. I used to. You and I, when we went to yeah, Europe a traveling. few times, I think we yeah. we installed it, but I I don't have it. I haven't used it in years. Also, Facebook property. Do you use WhatsApp? No, I don't think I even have it currently on my phone. I think I do install it when I travel, um, just to get around data and stuff like that. But so. We learned recently with this impeachment stuff that WhatsApp has been uttered a few times, right? Apparently, government officials use WhatsApp for communication. Yeah, I can't believe that they name it. Like, I couldn't believe that they just didn't say, you know, via our communications app or our approved communications app. But they were naming it like right on the open. And I'm like, wow. And of course, I don't know if that's an ad for Facebook or not. So I was not a big fan of Ms. Hillary Clinton of using her own email server because, you know, allegedly in her closet, that just doesn't feel right. And so she's using her own private account. So there's that. Um, so you, you might say, well, wait a second. If you use a third party, it's okay. So like WhatsApp's the third party. So if Hillary would have just used, I don't know, GoDaddy's email, would that have made it better? <laughs> of course not. Guaranteed it would not have made it better. It's the the funny thing is the hypocrisy of it all is that like it's the same exact thing. And I think what I'm learning is that technology in the hands of our government is a really scary concept because they don't even know what they're using and how they're using it. I mean, we have a president who uses an unsecured Android phone still. Yeah. Well, still. Yeah, and the 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 shitty thing about president or the great benefit of being president, no matter what you do, it's okay apparently, right? Because if so far so good. If it <laughs> if it was classified and you talked about it in a unclassified setting, guess what just happened? It's now unclassified and you don't get in trouble for that. But if you're Joe civilian working for the government and you do that, guess what you're looking at? You're looking at possible criminal charges right there yeah treason jail time yeah. all all the above yeah paging edward snowden um so, <laughs> so yeah um i found the whatsapp thing revelation I'm like oh, they're using whatsapp now to be fair i know b- being a soldier former soldier in the military we had deals with microsoft you know we had a contract so if we're using behind the scenes we're using windows xp i'm showing my age here back in the day and so i know there's deals where it's okay to use technology xyz but is whatsapp on the approved list i'm gonna guess it is um because they're using it the way that they're so casually dropping it yeah it's gotta be and then insert bunch of concerns about Facebook and and all that because we know that they're using air quotes end-to-end encryption however they hold the keys so in order to get into maybe um US for or US officials messages just gotta put in a few plants over at uh Facebook and then you can uh start spying right yeah how frightening is all that I mean obviously they are somehow these chats that they're talking about in these hearings are somehow foiled or publicly, or are they just giving them up publicly? That was something that I was having trouble with too, is like, if it happened on WhatsApp, technically, they could say it never happened. Now, Kevin, 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 this would never happen. There's protocol in place. Bob, do you remember the recent article where apparently there's Twitter employees that got in trouble for looking for Saudi Arabian uh, nationals who were against the crown? 
<laughs> Apparently they're, yeah. uh, they're was in trouble. Was that all, also in that past episode, that last episode as well? Is that, uh, no, I think I just... I thought they talked about that. Maybe they did and maybe I missed it, but I just find a lot of the, like you said, the hypocrisy is, well, if we do it, it's okay. If you do it, your team, you know, the whole team thing, your team does it. Oh, outrage, outrage, outrage. So I'm just kind of shaking my head these days. Um, so to kind of tie up this little, uh, this little part here, I think we're in a world where we're in four areas of communication for platforms you can be kicked off if you don't play by arbitrary non-consistent rules and the the government is using this because did you see the official white house twitter handler handle kind of try to disparage the current uh white house person who testified during the impeachment yeah i, I found that very slimy what about you it's it's slimy and it's also interesting because they are using embedded graphics to do this, yeah, aren't they? This this shit was ready. They've got somebody on staff like, all right, here's what right. we needed to say. We need it to look good. Can you Photoshop? Great. Come here. I got something for you, right? But in two, two different ways, though, yes, it was premeditated, I guess would be the right word, but also it's technically not in clear text because it's just a graphic. So somebody couldn't say that you put in a tweet. Like, and that's kind of where I, you know, I said one of the things I wanted to talk about today was some of the um, the Epstein memes and <laughs> oh, the, yes. whole, the whole genesis of that. I think that there's this new um, propaganda technology that's based on, no, I never, we never printed that. We never put that in the print. And it's funny because we started with newspapers they're putting out these graphics that have a message in them, but they're not printed words because they're just pictures. Are you saying that because it's not text, it's not easily consumed by something? I don't think, I think it's not easily consumed and I don't, and I think it's not easily um, regulated against or challengeable because someone could say, you and I could easily say right here on the podcast, the white house official Twitter account, you know, put in words, blah, 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 you know, one of those graphics disparaging, you know, a lieutenant commander or lieutenant colonel in the U.S., you know, armed services, but they just put out a picture. It wasn't actually, it wasn't actually OCR text. And it's the timing. I mean, all this is so slimy. So 2019, the year that social media was weaponized by the government. Yeah, yeah. because another thing with the images, Joe User can easily save that image to their drive and post it on their social media without having to retweet, without having to, you know, like any of that stuff. Oh, that's that's a good and, point because people love to post just, those things. At least back when I was on Facebook, it was just like, oh, man, I'm going to have to find out what the mute button does here, how to mute this person. It is probably because you've been off for at least a year now, right? Two years. 2017, November. It was right oh, when we started the show or just before we started it the is, show. It is a thousand times worse then. What? Because right now, hardly anyone is putting their own thoughts in their own posts. So it's, They're just grabbing an existing graphic image that is either 
factual or 100% fiction and they're just posting it as an authoritative thing. So the echo chamber is just getting louder. Yeah. Uh, two years ago on the previous election cycle, four years ago on the you know presidential election cycle, I did not block one person. I did not unfriend one person. This time around, it's a daily occurrence because all they're doing is posting these memes that have no factual basis whatsoever. And it's just like, you can't, you can't fix stupid. You know, I, and I got better stuff to do with my time. <laughs> I'm risking that on my Twitter account because I've been posting a lot of anti Trump stuff because I don't like what's happening, obviously. And I, I, as Joe Rogan mentioned in the, uh, in the episode 1386, He's like, and I'm paraphrasing, he's like, it's really weird because assholes finally got like somebody as president. He's like the asshole king. And everyone's like, hey, they got their guy. Hey, we got our guy. <laughs> so I can be an asshole now in public. This is great. Yeah, look, he can do it. I can do it, too. And it's like, oh, my God, this is exactly what's happening. And that guy's got to go, man. We, we need some civility. And you can't. Can't imagine the balls that that guy has put on other people. Like the best Viagra ever, or something, because people just—they've got beer muscles twenty-four-seven, especially online, but even in public too. Crazy. <sighs> okay, we need to change topics. You are listening to the Bob and Kevin Show with Bob Beatty Bar and Kevin Gishesky. Each week, we cover relevant tech and social issues related to technology. Our website is bobandkevin.show. And our episodes can be found virtually on any podcast network. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Bob and Kevin Show. Okay, so awkward segue. Um... YouTube, <laughs> I'm reading a headline you sent me from The Verge. YouTube's new kids content system has creators scrambling. Bob, what does it mean? So, not too long ago, and I can't believe we didn't really cover this, but um, Google actually got fined based on YouTube by the FTC for $170 million, which I guess, nah, that's probably why we didn't cover it because we kind of even made fun of Facebook's $5 billion settlement, right? So I guess 170 is really not that bad. But um, what was happening is that videos targeted at kids still had the full evil YouTube data collection mechanism in the background. And basically they were compromising, um, you know, uh, identity data of kids. And so now YouTube is coming out with a new system to automatically help you tag your content or allow you to tag your content for children. And if you mistakenly tag your content toward children and it's actually not, uh, some pretty steep um, social media consequences for your account, but also I think there's a monetary fine that goes along with it as well. Well, there's a, there's um, a liability that you could be fined directly by the FTC and that's like freaking scary, isn't it? And I think I saw that it's um, the fines are in line with uh, getting pulled over for getting busted for a DUI. So basically you have your fines, your legal fees, and it's kind of like akin to uh, 
Well, uh, I'm reading the article charge. here. I see the figure $42,000 for each mislabeled video. Yeah. I, I think DUIs are probably about that expensive. Holy shit. I don't know firsthand. Kids Feel using free Uber. to add us at the show. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to add us at the show Twitter handle and let us know what a DUI costs if you have personal experience, if you're a lawyer type person. So I've been trying to but, always... Um, the quote that I pulled out... I was just going to say, I've always been trying to find a metaphor because... YouTube like reacts and overreacts and reacts over, you know, it's like the pendulum keeps swinging. So if you could take a, like a ball and take a flat piece of paper or sheet of paper and try to wrap the paper around the sphere, shit don't fit. Right. It's just wrinkly and you know, it's all weird. You know, (laughs) this is like, I feel like the piece of paper is like YouTube's solution to the sphere problem. They always like, all right. And they run in charging like, like the buildings on fire. We're going to solve this. And they come out burnt or they don't come out at all, you know, with these solutions here. So this is yet another one of those. Bob, continue. Well, that's what I think is interesting. A difference, another difference between YouTube and Facebook, though, too. It's like Facebook, they say, you know, like they, they just throw like words at a problem, you know, like, oh, we're going to be ramping up our best and brightest and, you know, getting some algorithmic technologies to maybe someday and as everybody drifts off to sleep they just go all right that went away (laughs) and they never have to do anything youtube on the other hand like you said they run in you know guns blazing with their paper to try to wrap the ball and every single time they just screw it up and i wanted to get to this earlier that quote that i pulled for you um because as anybody who listens to the show knows we're super big fans of what i'm about to say In its video yesterday, YouTube also pledged to use machine learning and flagging algorithms to locate child-directed videos that may have been mislabeled. Um, So yeah, they're going to throw some probably biased algorithmic technology. Check out our latest, uh, last episode to see how we feel about that. But um, they, they said they'll be listening for feedback. Yeah, right. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> if if you're if you're a big sponsor, they will. <laughs> so, and if the algorithms aren't effective, YouTube could stop could stop using them entirely. I think that scares me is the part that says, "Oh, by the way, if this machine learning flags your video, you cannot appeal." What the fuck yes. is up with that? No. <laughs> Why? I think that I think that Google/YouTube would rather face your wrath than the FTC's wrath. So, yeah, and so this is a consequence of monopoly, right? Because this is the platform for videos and there's really nothing else viable out there. Don't even tell me about Vimeo. Just it just isn't YouTube. Um <laughs> so now they have a we have so many videos coming in on a daily basis. That is our reason for why it sucks and it is what it is and we can't take time to appeal yours. Sorry, we're moving on. That's basically what they're saying, right? We're too busy. Yeah, and I think another thing that it probably points out is how nuanced the entire thing is to to be able to say what is child-directed content because then all of a sudden you're you're putting some you're putting some parameters and making some buckets about what child content is my child's content would be different than your child's content more likely than not how can youtube decide what's child directed well well, bob the world's black and white there is there are no gray issues in the world with morality or decision making is there if you pick a random video from youtube (laughs) chances are you and i will have no fucking clue if this is for kids not for kids whatever did you oh total tangent here have you looked at our um 
feed listing on Spotify? Uh-uh. Should I? First of all, Spotify is our biggest um our biggest listens to date. That's our platform where we get the most listens. But when I set up the feeds, I did I specifically did not mark explicit because I don't necessarily feel that our show is explicit. Oh, we're definitely you know, not yeah, safe we, for work, if you ask me. Yeah, no, we dropped some F-bombs, but I don't know if that's necessarily the definition of explicit. But um, most platforms that have picked us up don't add that tag. Spotify, every one of our episodes is marked explicit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> sorry, moms and dads out there listening to us, us in cars. I don't know. Probably not. I don't know if that helps us or not. I don't. Maybe it does help us. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't really need anyone under the age of 18 listening because I they're going to hear derp, 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 old guy, old guy, derp, 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 right? <laughs> That's all they hear. So whatever. Uh, you get bonus points for using derp, derp, derp twice today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit, I've lost my train of thought here. So, <clears throat> okay. Well, I guess what I was going with that is we would never have an issue with the child-directed content, I don't think. No, I don't, I'm not I, sure how YouTube determines it, but I don't think we'd have trouble with it. Ah, here, here was the thought. So, <clears throat> what's if the solution is throw artificial intelligence at everything, machine learning, pick neural nets, whatever, pick something fancy, sizzle word. That I think they used all three in there. Whatever. <laughs> what's what's the Achilles heel of all three of those, Bob? And this is something I want to keep persisting because it, it will be my, my the hill I will die on for AI. What's the flaw in all those? Context. Context. Thank you. Yes. Context yes, is you the got flaw. it. Context, because without context, is, is it? Am I? <laughs> it's like the uh, the word resign. Are you resign? Did you resign something, or did you resign? It's spelled the same way, and they t- they always screw this up on um, on ESPN when I listen to sports. They're like. Oh. Because some guy will be reading and be like, so-and-so resigned for $1 million. No. You, they're like, no, he resigned for $1 million. It's like, come on, context here. Look, read ahead a little bit. But Would that be R-E? Would that be R-E hyphen? I, re-signed? I don't, I don't know. know. But anyway, there's there's homonyms out there, right? There's there's words that sound alike but are spelled different. So that that would, you know, be fine. But there's lots of words that are spelled the same. I thought homonyms were the thing you sang, sang in church. <laughs> no, those are just hymns. <laughs> so, homonyms are words that sound alike but are spelled different, I believe. Man, if I got that wrong, it's like fifth grade like learning right there because my kids use these words and I'm like, oh man, I haven't heard that word in forever. Anyway. Careful. We're going to get labeled as child directed. Child content. Um, so uh, <laughs> there is a law and I, I always screw up how to say it. it's C-O-P-P-A. So is it Copa? Copa? Copa Cabana? I don't know. What, <laughs> you know, I don't know how to pronounce it, but basically is the, the law that you... Her t- name was Lola. <laughs> I hope she's at least 13 uh, because that's what the law says. You have to be at least 13 in order to collect information on a user. It's always like, what made me wonder, what, what's so special about 13? And why does a 13-year-old suddenly have the mental capacity to opt into data analytics? Fuck, I'm 41. I can... I don't want any of this stuff and I can't even opt out. So I, I don't even know how they make any of these decisions legally anymore. And I'm, I'm kind of glad they get fined. Um, 170 million is not very much, but uh, I digress. I, I think the key to 13 is paper route. That's why. 
paper route. Yeah, so they can get a part-time job doing paper route or babysitting and have disposable income, and their data can be collected because they can buy shit online. Yeah, but... uh... Really? <laughs> Our entire internet child protection is based on paper routes? Oh, yeah. I guarantee that the the ability or the, the logic behind allowing data collection at that age is because they're consumers. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, okay, um, you're a progressive guy. What's the minimum age, if this law didn't exist, that people should be able to sign up on social media? Oh, well, the, I feel like we've talked about this before. Um, it, it really boils down to the parent, not the child. All right. So that was a nice way, Congressman, of not answering my question. <laughs> well, no. Once again, it's back to who, dic- who dictates what child-directed content is. My kids were allowed to be on social media because I'm not a, an absentee parent. Like I was there with them for their early social media education and their experiences. Now, in a different household where the parents aren't as involved, those kids should not be on social media until they've matured to a level where they can handle it. Oh, I almost thought you were going to say a number there. <laughs> so is, <laughs> is 13 the magic number? I mean, because that feels like really no. low to me. Nope. 13-year-olds should not be on Instagram. They should not be on Twitter at all. Maybe Facebook. Because, you know, the status symbol nowadays in middle school and high school is, is how many followers you got. It, it used to be just, hey, what kind of phone do you got? You got an iPhone or what do you got? Now it's how many followers do you have, apparently, which is fucking mind blowing, right? Yeah. Have you noticed since you are on Instagram, have the like counts gone away? Not for me yet. I don't think they have for me either, but I'm almost more curious. Maybe the follower counts should go away. I think potentially both of those should go away it, just as an experiment because, of course, they are experimenting with these um, because it, it, I think there is a psychological element. Hey, somebody follow me. Hey, first thing is, let me check the profile. How many followers they got? Ooh, they've got a They've got a ton of followers. There's somebody. And that we make these like split second decisions. Ooh, this person's a valuable follow or this person's a uh, piece of shit. They only have two followers, right? Yeah. That's a very unfortunate side effect to those numbers for sure. I feel like the likes are for you. Like, you know, that's where you get your dopamine. So I think it's good if they take that away. But I think it would just be replaced by follower accounts again. And then, of course, you can use that follower account to judge somebody as well. So it's also jacked up. Yeah. um, And I think the people who have a million followers may or may not care. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to for for everyone to try it at least. Like Twitter and Instagram especially. Hey, just take away the numbers for a little bit. Do like a sober November of social media. You know, it's like a, <laughs> we're going to detox in November. And, you know, I, I guess that's part of the problem too. I don't think social media companies want to be associated with or at least acknowledge the idea that social media is addicting. I think that is a slam dunk, no kidding Social media can be addicting, and I don't know that you get full acknowledgement from Facebook or Twitter or Instagram that that's the case. You get like this half half acknowledgement, like, well, here's your usage stats, or Apple will tr- will do the same. Here's how much you used of each app. But at the end of the day, I think if you take away follower accounts and whatnot, I think it would be interesting. 
it, here's what would be like the long-term study interest. Hey, if you take away everyone's follower accounts and whatnot, does the actual content change? Because now people aren't trying to be as bombastic to get those likes because you don't know how many likes it got. You don't know how many what you know followers somebody has. Right. They're not using shock and outrage. I don't know. It would take... I think it would take so long for the ripples to go away that have already been, you know, like already formed into tidal waves. Ugh. Well, because engagement. But they got to try it. Yeah. Engagement's a cottage industry, right? There's entire companies that do nothing but make sure. I th- what is the, uh, what is the, I'm trying to think of the one that tracks Twitter and whatnot. Shoot, I can't even remember it. But it's a whole industry. It's like, hey, how effective was this tweet? How effective was, was that tweet? And, you know, it's like an A-B test. And if you take away that stuff, you almost take away, you know, well, you are taking away any sort of way to quantify your message. But, man, I think we've tried it the one way for long enough. I'm ready for just a, a one-month trial across all social media. We're going to take away likes and follows and just see what happens. Do you think anyone would bite on that? I would be fine with it just because I don't like it's usually an afterthought for me. I probably use more of the follower account judgment than I care about likes on a post. I mean, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but most of my social media is just about uh, leaving a breadcrumb trail for when I lose my mind later. I'll (laughs) be able to look back on it almost like keeping a journal, but without having to write it <laughs> well by definition actually i'm not sure if it's by definition but by consequence twitter is a micro blogging platform you know write a yeah. blog in 240 characters or less and i keep i always look at it and go you know what? i'm speaking to the future because i acknowledge that this will be on the internet forever right and so i've even like tweeted out hey future grandkids or great 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 grandkids um so yeah. Sorry, I Alexa interrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So have, have you ever have you ever given much thought or credence to the fact that a hundred years from now, five hundred thousand, if humanity's still around, whatever we're tweeting, our actual this podcast right here, right now, is in the digital archive forever. We're we are literally speaking to the future, high future people right now who might listen to this. Yeah, I was talking about this with Caroline the other night. I kind of told her that she's actually witnessing the end times because, <laughs> um, well, I, and it, it's funny because this has a text slant to it too. Because Facebook is now advertising coming into the holiday season, they're advertising products, but they're also advertising themselves like have you seen the ad that there's a facebook group for everything no um facebook yeah, that's one of their recent ones wow um well yeah because they have they they have the muppets they actually have licensed the muppets to be in their um facebook video conferencing app uh hardware commercials and those know, are all over the place for the holiday you, season you know the advertisements that i've seen in tech that i'm like holy crap why are they advertising Amazon Web Services. I've seen a bunch of commercials. Like, these are the brands that use AWS. I'm like, dude, you're AWS. If you have to advertise, is business starting to get tough? Is Azure really starting to creep up on you? I mean, that's what I take away. What do you think? Well, IBM did that. F- I mean, IBM has been doing that for <laughs> decades, advertising their you know behind the scenes stuff. Real quick, is IBM relevant these days? Is that why they have to advertise? 
they still run their IBM Watson commercials because apparently Watson is the AI behind a lot of other products. Not that I want you to give away any company corporate secrets, but when's the last time you're like, guys, let's call IBM. Let's uh, let's see what they got it. What they uh, think about X Y Z? Never, right? I I barely want to call my own internal technical <laughs> resources. I'm not going to want to call IBM. Well, I I ran the I ran the disclaimer an hour ago. Well, I, I'm, I you know of course I can Google what the fuck does IBM do now, and and I probably get an answer. But I'm trying to think right now: is IBM relevant? And I would say no. They're about Yahoo relevant right now in my mind. They're like, yeah, they're they're think still around i think they're (laughs) super relevant they're they're super relevant at the enterprise data analysis level with their ibm watson stuff i'm telling you you don't think google's outdone watson by now with their tensorflow and ai stuff i think that that google's probably gunning for ibm with that kind of i mean you just it's it's archaic enterprise stuff. If they've always been with IBM, they're going to stay. They're going to be wooed away. <laughs> so they're the reason we still use AS400 server or mainframes for banking. IBM, fuck you. So remember back in the day, let's take a trip down memory lane. You'd walk into like Walden Software or, or you know, whatever back in the day, 1980s software place. On the left, you had like 10 Mac games. Walden, Walden Books? Yeah. Well, it became Walden Software after they decided books ain't paying the bills. Um, so... Uh, and I don't know if that was even national, but you walk in at, at the local mall, you got the Mac stuff on the left, and there's like 10 games, but on the right, you had IBM slash PC compatible games, and there was just a fuck ton of them, right? When did we uh, lose the IBM slash PC, and when did it go to just PC? Do you remember? I don't I don't recall an actual crossover, but it's when that happened is when IBM Ooh. no longer became relevant, I think. I think that's just when they moved out of the consumer products division. I actually still think they make laptops, though. I think they make ThinkPads still. <laughs> I like the fact that you said you think they make ThinkPads. So, A, we don't <laughs> actually know. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, I, I do remember a presser a few years back. It might have been 10 years. They got out of the consumer market, right? They're, they're just like, ah, we just want to go where they have deep pockets. Screw these people. These little people, right? Ooh, I think IBM sold the ThinkPad to Lenovo. Okay. That sounds... Yeah? Okay. I, I believe that. I wonder if Leno- Lenovo is owned by IBM. Can you sell something to yourself? I mean, I guess you could. <laughs> but I don't know how that works. All right. I do so, not know. Um, All right. Well, I want... Can I... All right. Go ahead. No, you go first. Well, I was going to say, I really want to loop us back to these Epstein memes because I really have some theories and thoughts behind them. Bob, we don't do conspiracy theories on the show. Okay. Yes, we do. All right, I go. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily a conspiracy, though. Uh, Uh-oh. My- All right. Let, let's start the conversation with this. Bob, did Epstein kill himself? Yes or no, Congressman? I think... And this is where I'm going with the story. I think up until the last four weeks, I would have said, sure, it's highly likely that he killed himself. But I am falling under the influence of this campaign that's being run by someone somewhere, I believe. Can you say intergalactic space aliens in your Alex Jones voice? (laughs) That's who's running it, Bob. Interdimensional child molesters. There you go. That's Uh, who's doing it. 
you're on, well, you're not on Facebook as much. So, and I know I share some of the funnier ones to you on Slack, but oh, they're really funny. They, <laughs> they're everywhere. And, and they're not just, you don't think it's just parody not, at this point? Like, Hey, this is a thing and let's just keep it, keep this funny train going. Cause they're fucking hilarious. But think of all the things in the past that have been like, like viral, like, but they still feel all kind of flash in the panish. And this one has like sticking power. Like I've never seen, you know, what Rick rolling is right. Yeah. Th- right. That's it's, still around. It's almost. Cause it's yes, a shtick, but, but it's a shtick. And I think like the Epstein it, thing, it's like the newest shtick. Hey, this is the fun thing to do on I, the internet. But don't you think it's a dangerous shtick because it plants seeds of doubt against everything like the media, you know, because of the proliferation of these memes, stories have now apparently been coming out about how uh, there was a reporter set to cover the story. Amy Roback on Good Morning America. Yep. And she was shut down. Well, like they called her off. Yes, but... Isn't in 2019, aren't we super ripe for this kind of shtick? I mean, if you're going to have this shtick, now is the time to do it, right? I guess. But that guy that was covering, um, he was live tweeting. It was a senator, right? He was live tweeting the hearings last week and he did a series of tweets. What's his name? Do you remember? I was going to look it up. Fuck, I don't remember. All right, well, t- um, tell, tell the listener, because I know, so please explain it. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I'll, I'll look for it. All right, so um, series of tweets. Series of tweets, and was it the first letter of each tweet or the last letter of each I tweet? I believe the first letter. First letter of each tweet. When he finished the tweet stream, if you went up, it basically said Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, but, uh, okay, so his name was- I, I know that's a shtick. His name was Paul, rep, or is, and he's Republican. His name is Representative Paul Goss, Gosser of Arizona. In the first letter of each of his tweets, the congressman made, made a statement that said Epstein didn't kill himself. Of course, I want everyone wants to know how he did the apostrophe because I'm not sure, but <laughs> I'm sure he skipped the apostrophe. But but I'm I'm gonna look at I'm looking at him and I'm judging a book by its cover. I'm doing the cardinal sin here. I'm looking at him and going, he has no idea what Twitter is. And a staffer did it, is what I'm saying. Uh, all right. Very legit. Did you see his follow-up to it once somebody... Because, fi- of course, like, why would you even figure this out? But once somebody figured it out, his response tweets uh, spelled out Area 51. <laughs> I did not see it, and I'm reading it right now. <laughs> so it's, all the tweets pertain to today's hearing. Rest assured, they are substantive. Every one of them, all of them, five are brilliant. One was okay, and it spells Area 51 on the left. What the fuck? So, either, well, at least he did. At least he did that all in one tweet, though, for that one. So, I I don't know. So, if Bob, ask me if if Epstein killed himself. Kevin, I'm just curious after you've seen all this stuff, even maybe after, I mean, so how do you feel? Did Epstein kill himself or not? Well, thank you, Bob. I've thought long and hard and, um, you know what? I've come to the conclusion that, um, I have no fucking idea there. (laughs) That's my answer. And I, I made you pick yes or no, but me, I'm going with, I have no fucking idea. So 
have you seen where people are being interviewed on the news and they're like answering legit questions about their company or something and then they end it by saying Epstein didn't kill himself? See, that's fucking hilarious. That's awesome. (laughs) My favorite one is the werewolf one. Werewolf, werewolf, a werewolf. Epstein didn't kill himself. You know, I'm like, yes, that is awesome. But see, they're. Joe Rogan um, puts him on his Instagram. So I see some there all the time. And, and in episode 1386, he's like totally buying into it with the journalist that, oh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Now, if we were to dive in and now we're kind of outside the realm of tech, but since we talked a little tech, this is all good, right? It's all fair. It's within the rules. Well, no, tech <laughs> is what's driving this conspiracy. Well, I'm just saying Epstein was basically see if, if 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 you have a bunch of prostitutes you're a madame right if you're female what are are you a pimp then i guess if you're providing women i, I don't know i don't know i'm not in this world yeah i think that sounds so, about right. okay so he's pimping underage girls to high-end high-paying celebrities there's a lot of risk here right so i could totally see how this could end up we just need to shut the man up. He's he's incarcerated. Well, but, especially since the spec, yeah, especially since the speculation is it's a giant blackmail ring is what it is. Yeah, that's why he peddled underage women. But then I look at Trump, and clearly the man is deranged, guilty of something, and he's got no shortage of people throwing themselves in front of the bus. You know. To protect the man, you tell me Epstein doesn't have doesn't have that same ability or didn't have that same ability where it's like, no, all we gotta do is deny it, guys. All we gotta do is deny it. That's all we gotta do. We're rich. That's all we gotta do. Hey, pay off who you need to pay off. We're rich. We got this, right? You're asking me if you think if I think Epstein had that level of yeah. Like, nope. Why? Because what happened is he's he was above too many people with too much power like he wasn't he wasn't able to exude power over them because there were so many of them in high power he i mean like prince andrew in the grand scheme of th- right yeah in the grand scheme of things he probably ran the scheme too hard like you can't be blackmailing everyone but was he actually blackmailing anyone i think the threat was is that he could okay and that was the problem he has the ability to make this difficult for me. Therefore, I just got to fix the glitch, air quotes, right? And then make him go away. Yeah. And then it's probably a giant pyramid scheme as well. So there's there's mid-tier dudes that know that they can use Epstein to get blackmail on said something, you know, like, let's just say hypothetically, there's this guy who knew Bill Clinton and he was like, Bill, you should meet my friend, you know, Epstein and then create that relationship. So then the middle guy also has dirt. But then if the middle guy finds out that Epstein's going to flip on the middle guy as truly being the blackmailer and just facilitate the relationship, if there's enough of those people floating around, then once again, that's another giant target on Epstein's neck. I don't know, man. I feel if you're like a billionaire, you got enough money to make people happy, no matter what problem they got against you. Yeah, but that also brings into question like the whole idea of a billionaire. Is your billionaire the paper you got in the bank or is it the potential assets you have if you were to liquidate everything that you have your money tied up in? Well, fair. And if you're a billionaire on paper, you're really poor. 
I wish I had that problem. Just so, just for the record, <laughs> I wish I was a billionaire on paper. I, I would, I would sell some stock if, if, if that's what it came down to. I would liquidate some of it anyway. So Epstein basically was running a bunny ranch on an island, totally running basically a, a sex underage sex thing. So if that's your thing, come to my island, you know. And because it's on an island and you're a celebrity, it'll be private. Air quotes. Um, yada yada. Yeah, I mean, I could see the risk there. But I, I don't well, know. It's just like Facebook holding private keys. It's private between you, me, and me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Bob. Let's let's explore your angle a little bit here. So, how, what evidence do you need to see to prove that it was murder? I mean, and to restate some facts, there's two prison guards that altered. Prison oh no! Logs. I need I need evidence to prove that it was suicide. I need nothing right now to prove it was murder. <laughs> oh, oh, ow! Okay, so um, is there any evidence that would exist at this point that would say, "Oh, well, it is suicide"? Because I don't think it, it's like the unprovable, isn't it? Right. No, all the evidence that could exonerate that position is mysteriously unavailable. Well, apparently, uh, you have what's called the hyoid bone. Are you familiar with the hyoid bone? Right, which is not consistent with a self-inflicted suicide. Right. It's it's more or less with a strangulation uh, injury than it is anything else. But I've, I don't know anyone who's hung themselves, or I don't know any bad people that have been hung. Is that a consequence of hanging yourself, breaking that bone? Do you know? Uh, I think... Your hanging is more of a separation of vertebrae that then in turn damages the spinal column and spinal cord, okay. which causes your death. Wow, I think this is getting really when, uh, macabre really quick, just for the record. When your thing gets crushed, that's more a fr- associated with a, a strangulation. Right. And I learned the other day, just unrelated, that that's the only bone in your body that floats and doesn't connect to another bone, like through a ligament. Oh. Makes my neck feel weird. <laughs> I didn't even know he had those bones. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Okay, so the memes. What else? So yeah, so the memes freak me out that they're so prolific right now, and uh, I I blame social media and technology for convincing me that this guy probably didn't kill him. So what you're saying is if I uh, closely follow the Bob and Show Kevin social media, I may see some Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, post by Bob once in a while? Uh, I don't know if I would pollute the show social media with that. <laughs> oh, I guess you don't fully believe then. <laughs> well, I think it's up to each individual person to decide, but I'm not going to contribute to potentially putting out a false narrative. Can you either. can you like half believe in a in a conspiracy theory? Like you have the you have like the the globe earthers and you have the flat earthers. Can you have like the wavy earthers? I mean, what's the in between? <laughs> Is that a thing? The donut, the donut <laughs> oh, earthers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's kind of round, but not not like that round, but this round. I'm just curious. The, the thing with conspiracy theories is they proliferate when you can't readily prove you know, the opposite. And so this is totally ripe because you can't right now, you can't prove it is a suicide. You can't prove that we aren't on a flat thing unless you do a bunch of math and, or leave the earth and look and go, yeah, look, it's, it's a ball. Yep. That was right. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's only, they don't trust the imagery from satellites. I'm guessing. (laughs) I tweeted the other day. 
what the fuck does a flat earther think of SpaceX launching the Starlink? By the way, that's a foreshadow of a future episode, Starlink. Um, what is they? What do they think is going on? Do they think that is all faked? Do they think that somebody's like, yeah, man, look into it because you know we got some. You've seen you've seen like all the Marvel movies. That's a lot of special effects. So that's all they got to do these days, man. It's just do some special effects, and it's you know you're part of the problem, we're, man. We're you don't believe billions. <laughs> yeah, right. We're spending billions of dollars to figure out how to make satellites orbit this globe. Yeah, because so, it's it's all a sham. So if there's this big global conspiracy, first off, we can't even agree on units of measurement between countries. You know, we're in meters, imperial units. So first off, we got that. So we can't even agree on that level. So somehow, some way, we're all agreeing that there's a, you know, the earth is round, but it's not really. Wink, wink. You know, where's the money in it? Where's the money in pushing that? If it's flat, then you go, yeah, it's flat. And here, you know, let's build based on this. The whole, oh, I'm getting upset here. (laughs) Serenity now. Happy place. Happy place. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway I, once again I blame social media for the perpe- perpetuation yeah for the perpetuation of this false narrative if it weren't for social media and technology flat earthers wouldn't exist uh, CNN ran a story recently that it's flat earthers are growing and growing and growing and, and, and to the point now where they're starting to splinter into different chapters it's like a goddamn religion at this point you know it's like oh that we have the protestants flat earthers we have the catholic flat earthers it's like right the ice wallers and the non-ice wallers that's ridiculous there's no ice wall and you just fall off so in order to (laughs) piss off everyone equally so we got religion and they can't even agree because christianity's got so many different sub churches just in the protestant fork that you know it's it's the old well what because hell is apparently big enough for all the people who don't believe to go or don't believe what I right. believe, but heaven's just tiny enough for my group of people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the old, well, I believe this part of the holy book, but not that part. Well, why? Well, because it fits my narrative. So we kind of take that same thing and do it with politics and we do it with the conspiracy theories. Well, I want to believe this. Oh, okay. You- go right ahead but i don't have to believe that you know if i don't want to right <laughs> so conspiracy theories uh, epstein to tie it all back yeah I, i'm open to the idea but just like jfk for years i'm like oh yeah there's multiple gunmen but i've i've seen enough documentaries and they both are like we figured it out and they're still like opposite conclusions but <laughs> so which one do you pick well i picked the one i think is most you know i feel is most rational but that's what everyone else is doing well i think epstein killed himself because that's rational i think he was murdered because that's rational well is what is truth anymore well it's whatever you want it to be right all i know is i'm goddamn entertained by all those different memes coming out and that one the one with the yelling chicks and the cat i don't even know what that one is but (laughs) there's been a lot of uh Epstein and Clinton references in those too. So please don't stop sending them to me because I think they're goddamn hilarious. <laughs> but I I look at them. I it's just I just look at them and go, and that's funny. But I'm assuming you look at them and go, see, see, somebody else thinks this, right? 
I don't look at them individually. Like individually, they're a riot. And this is much more in my personality realm too, is to just look at it for a, a humorous, but the, that just the sheer volume and collection and the wide distribution as a collective whole, I'm kind of like, huh? But individually, I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm definitely on the fence. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know enough information about the whole thing other than what I feed myself from the news, right? If someone put a gun to my head and said, you have to tell me, I, I'd definitely say he was murdered. Well, <laughs> that's where I went with undefined. I don't know. I, I'm not going to decide because I'm... Unfortunately, I'm not a hundred, you know, I'm not hundred percent. No, no, no. It's exactly as it said it was. So I'm actually apparently buying into it on some level, right? Uh, the theory that maybe he didn't kill himself, but why am I doing that to your point? Cause there's a bunch of memes reminding me of this alternate <laughs> reality because we have an official, we have an official death record, right? Suicide. So the only thing pulling us away from believing that is this persistent social media campaign that may or may not just be some people going, oh my God, this is hilarious. <laughs> you know, and then we got other people, the sheeps going, look, look, honey, right here. There's subliminal. Well, it's not subliminal humor, but you know, who knows? I don't know. Gosh, <laughs> I'm starting to convince myself he was murdered. Damn it. I don't know. <laughs> My buddy Joe Knopp, shout out to Joe if he listens to the show, even though we're an hour in. Uh, he just he had me in tears. He just kept posting one after the other after the other the other night. That's what really got me thinking. That's why I brought it up. So. I think you need to uh, cull the flock and cherry pick some of the good ones, Bob, and tweet them out to our followers. <laughs> Do my best. All no right. promises. No promises. All right. Any parting thoughts for the... Bob and Kevin show listeners. Uh, gosh. Um, just to kind of recap. So social media has personality. Uh, they're definitely not the same. There's definitely only four-ish outlets these days. Don't piss them off because they'll shut you down if you do. And once you do... Uh, maybe not Facebook. <laughs> no, Facebook will just be like, yeah, you're an asshole. But you know how we made nine bucks off you last month? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> The uh, you have to be a part of social media to be a part of the conversation. I know people who I would never guess in a million years on Twitter, and Facebook's the de facto safe. Well, you're on fa social media, but really, social media is on you and Facebook. You know, um, ooh, ick. ooh, <laughs> you that slimy, you. Um, and then uh, YouTube's doing their old, uh, we have no idea what we're doing meme. You know, the dog in, in space just floating. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. But we're doing something so the FTC doesn't find us again. And um, You're banned, you're banned, you're banned. And <laughs> Epstein may have been murdered. What about you, Bob? <laughs> you know what? As always, thanks for tuning in. And uh, it's been another great week for Bob and Kevin. And hopefully it's been a great week for you. And we will. Catch you next time. Catch you on the other side in two and two. That's my Chuck Woolery. Hey, have you ever wondered how you can get in touch with us at the Bob and Kevin Show? Well, first, you can try us via email at comments at bobandkevinshow.com. Or are you more into social? If so, you can find us on Twitter at Bob and Kevin Show 
or on Instagram as Bob N. Kevin Show. That's Bob, the letter N, Kevin Show. And if you're still on Facebook, you can even find us at facebook.com slash Bob and Kevin Show. And for the serious business fans, you can even find us on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash company slash the dash Bob dash Kevin dash show. How's that for a handle? Let's connect. 